call themselves BAM Badass Midnight Movies. A bunch of a-holes. Welcome everybody to BAM Badass Midnight Movies. That's right. We are here once again on the Midnight Movie page, channel, whatever you want to call this, podcast. Uh, podcast. We are, uh, of course, you know, we do our movie watch-alongs, our movie reviews, and once a month, we normally try to do a list show um, that kind of matches up with whatever we're doing, but this month, we're, we decided to go, like, like whole, a whole nother route on, on this one, because uh, normally we do, like, you know, lists of, of, like, you know, if we're going to do, like, you know, bad movies or stuff like that. So this week, or this month, what are we doing, Jeff? Vegas, baby. Vegas movies. Where's my cigarette? There we go. Little Vegas movie. So we're going to do the top five for me and top five for Jeff, like always. Our Vegas movies. Now, this one's going to be interesting because you and I haven't had a chance to talk about this at all. Like, so we like we didn't like sometimes we've set up like kind of like, hey, you know, don't do this. Don't do this. Uh, we, you know, we might both be ending up doing this one. So this one's like all open. Um, so I'm kind of interested to see where you go. I want to see where you go. <laughs> I, 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 that's what I want to know. Like, I know where I went like right away. I've done, I, I have a few that I think you and I are on the same level with, but oh, I think, you know, see, I, I hope I, I didn't, I left some movies off the list cause I thought you were going to pick them. That's why I didn't pick them. Oh, I did so. not, not on this one. I, because we didn't talk, I went with the, I went, yeah. So I'll, I'll probably have the movies that you thought you were going to probably do and okay well we'll see all right so let's go ahead and I, I'm a, let me go ahead and get started yeah um i'll go with the, the the obvious one i think that you chose or if it's not on your list it probably would have been if you didn't go with the route you're thinking uh casino ah it is on my list is it okay i figured you would have yeah. like dropped that one yeah. off because because that's when you and i have always talked about um you know about just about the movie the 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 characters the world because you and i are big uh Big, uh, you know, mob movie fans. Well, and the older ones, the newer ones haven't been as good, though. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some of them have been. I don't know. Like, when is the last good one that was released? Uh, I mean, you. I mean, the Irishman, but you didn't yeah. even like the Irishman. I, the, the Irishman, I gave a rewatch, and I, 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 I kind of I, I enjoyed it a little bit better than. Really? Because yeah. the first time you watched, it, you were like, "Oh, oh it's just no, yeah. oh yeah, everyone, every other movie he does, it's a, and, and it was. You were right. Yeah. I mean, you were wrong in your assessment, but I was like, you know, it's good." I mean, is it his top tier? No. Like this one. This one is top yeah, tier. Yeah, this, this is... one. Yeah, this is top tier. I mean, again, it's it's the same cast we see over and over again. But again, they seem to, it, it works. And why can't I bring up Casino the movie? I don't know. <laughs> there's, my... a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of movies with the title Casino. In it no, it just keeps bringing up freaking, uh, like... was it like a porn or something? No, it keeps bringing up the damn slot, slot, excuse me, the slot machines for, um, for Florida, that's a goal of mine. By the way, is to get us to casino, to casino, to Vegas, one of these years, and just do a, do like a live stuff out there. That'd be fun. No, I've I, I've been to I've been to Vegas enough times. Uh, what well, sucks? Got married in yeah. Vegas. <laughs> so are you, are you done with Vegas? Are you leaving Las Vegas? Yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, but yeah, no. So with with, with casino again, just the cast alone. I mean, Susan. Um, Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. No, am I right? Sorry, no. No, Sh- Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Yeah, Stone. sorry. Joe Pesci. You know, Al Pacino. I'm just amazing cast. The story they tell. The what I love about this. It's probably one of the same things I love about The Godfather, is the 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 time it it tells that how it crosses over decades and not just like hey this is one weekend this is one year it, it kind of goes over several years and seeing the growth from what what you know um. What uh, what uh, what Lefty was uh was was going through and how he ran his booking booking in you know over on the East Coast and then how the the uh, bosses were like oh no man we like what you're doing because I mean if you look back at his at at, uh, at uh, his career in like what he truly did and how he ran booking like it's it's amazing like to see what he did he 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 did things that our people are still doing to the, to this day he was like one of the forefathers to that I believe. Or he probably was the the granddaddy of all the the, the booking and the no, way. he was the book. He was the the grandfather of 
bringing booking into the casinos, oh, but not. Oh yeah, because yeah, like, he got gambling legalized. That that was one of. His oh no, things. it wasn't gambling. Gambling was legalized in Vegas. It, oh the, okay. The, the, the betting, the booking on okay sports. Okay. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah, but yeah, no, but yeah, I'm a, or Sam Rossi. I'm thinking I'm from a Godfather. We're just talking about Godfather. But you know, Sam, he yeah, he brought in that. But he was part of the Chicago mafia scene, and, and that's where I mean, I just I just think the the character. And how they did the characters in this, and just the how the, the rise and the fall, you know, and in Pesci's you know, speech at the beginning of the movie, just like lays out the whole the whole movie, you know, the just just the, and ri- his the rise story and De Niro's story. I guess what's he called Ace Ace in the film, yeah. And their, their stories, it's weird. They kind of intertwine because you know Pesci's character is the he's the you know he's the the muscle, he's the strength, and Ace is like the you know the brains. He's the the money guy. He brings in the dough. So he was sent there, of course, to to look out for him. Like, hey, don't mess with him. But I, I like how their stories kind of interweave, and then the stuff happened with the, with the wife, and like, ooh, and the you know the old mom actually from Memphis finds out, and they go there and they try to kill everybody. It's just, it's just a real. And Kevin Pollock, who you said who played uh, Sam Rothstein, funny, he's a character actor. You would think he wouldn't fit in a movie like this in a gangster world. No, like Kevin, this. Kevin played Phil Green. He, I thought he was probably one of the best parts of the film. I mean, to me, the best part, like Sharon Stone, I think she was probably the best part of the film for that character. Then you had, you know, De Niro. Then because Pesci was playing basically the same guy, he almost played in Goodfellas and almost in every movie. So I can't really say there's a bad Pesci performance. But actually, no. Um, and my cousin Vinny, he played a different character, and he won an Oscar. No, uh, he didn't win the Oscar. Who no, won the Mar- Marissa? Marissa, Marissa Torme. That's right. That's what I'm thinking. Of. But I thought he played a different character in that film. But um, yeah. It, it's like I said, like each individual character has their little arcs going on and Kevin Pollack awesome in this film too. Actually, my, I think what with me, I, and most people don't give him much credit for his acting uh, because of he is more stand up and more oh, He was an older actor at that time, but Don Rickles, Don Rickles, that's right. Don, He's, Rick, yeah. Yeah, Don Rickles character as like the, the, the pit the, boss, the right? Pit boss, yeah. I mean, I think he, he oh, did a yeah. great job because again, he's not playing Rickles. He's not playing what you've seen Rickles play in the past and what you might have known of him in the past. He's playing. Yeah, that's right. No sense of humor in his film. He just played it straight. And he was like, okay, I, I believe this guy's a mean-ass pit boss. And he, he, was, he wasn't, was he just basically a cameo in the film? I don't think he was in it. No, he was in it for quite a bit because he he's introduced right at the beginning of the movie, you know, when, when Ace is talking about, hey, you know, I brought in my one of my close buddies, you know, to, to, you know, to run. The, so he was the, one of his close buddies or. Oh. Yeah. He was one of his friends from, from okay. the old days. So he brought him in and, you know, they, and they worked together. And okay. then you see later on, he even pops in and out uh, during the whole divorce scene when they're starting to separate. And, uh, and he's afraid like somebody's going to show up and kill him. So he calls him from the, at the casino says, Hey man, bring the, bring, bring a shotgun to the house. And he sits and hangs out with him. So, I mean, he's there, he's sprinkled in, but he's, you know, he's not a big character like the rest. Okay. Uh, I mean, even folk, even folks forget about fucking how creepy and fucking like weird fucking James Woods was in this. Oh, as the pimp, dude. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was like yeah, that. that whole monologue he has after they get married. He's on the phone with her. Uh, you feel me next to you. Uh, yeah. I was like, like, oh, my God, dude. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot about James Woods. Yeah, he's like he's trying to kill. Oh, you can't kill him. Like, yeah. I don't think he dies at the film, but like there's moments where they beat the crap out of him, but they don't kill him. But yeah, I forgot about James Woods, man. He should have been nominated. He was right up there with Sharon Stone. They were they played like these twerky characters who don't fit in this world, but yet they kind of elevated the movie in a way. Because if I think if they weren't in it, it would have been a straight. I was gonna say, oh, it's a good fellow sequel, which basically it is. But then you have these two other characters in there, like you said, with James Woods and Sharon Stone, that you know they don't really fit into this world, but they kind of elevate the world. If that makes sense. So, yeah. 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 Definitely. But yeah. yeah, no, I, fig- I figured I figured that was one of the ones where you, you and I both yeah. were gonna do. So I actually that was my number one, but it's okay, it's okay. I had some more on my list. I assume so. <laughs> Quite a few actually. All right, so my first film is to me a spiritual sequel to Stand by Me. I mean, all you know, all of us our age have seen Stand by Me, great movie, and that's a little movie that came out in 2013 called Last Vegas. And now if, if you understand the uh, little thing I said about like a stand by me sequel, I always think of this film as like a stand, if the guys got older from stand by me, this would be them retiring in Vegas. And it involves a group of friends from Brooklyn. And basically one of their friends is getting married and he's in his, I think he's in his seventies. And then, uh, you know, De Niro has a character who basically he's, he's a widower. 
and um, you know, he just lost his wife. So he's they're trying to get him out of the house. Um, Morgan Freeman is going through a thing with his son. Basically, he's like almost like he's he's just moved in with his son because you know I you know dad you know you're, you're so fragile. I got to keep you here. But when this moment comes and their buddy's going to get married, of course shenanigans. You know Morgan Freeman escapes his son's house and um, De Niro leaves Brooklyn and finally goes to see his friend. They got um there's there's De Niro, there's Morgan Freeman, there's uh, Michael Douglas. I forgot the other gentleman's name. I got the cast list in front of we me. We got Kevin Klein. Kevin Klein, who I think is one of the best parts of the film. And then you have Mary Steenburgen in this film, too, who's like, uh, she plays an important role, especially the Michael Douglas character. But it's a good film. Not sure if you've seen it. Comedy, it's hysterical. There's like moments with like the bachelor party that Morgan Freeman's like literally dancing with like panties on his head. It's it's cute movie. It's a cute movie. And I yeah, no, up. I never did see that. I, I remember seeing trailers for it and I thought, oh man, that's would be a fun movie to watch. Um, but yeah, 2013. Yeah, we're talking a decade. A, it, yeah, we're know, talking it, a decade ago. A decade ago, I was in a I, I was in a different spot. So I know, but you should check it out. It's a fun movie. It's a fun little movie. Like I said, it's like to me, it's like a sequel. Like if the kids from Stand by Me got older, this would be it. Like yeah, I could see that happening. So I always call it like a spiritual sequel to that. But it's a like I said, fun movie. Good movie. Got a good acting in it. And you know, you, you see Kevin Klein. Like when I see Kevin Klein, I think you know Fish Called Wanda and all that. But like he, now he's older. And you can see he's older and, you know, he's, it's fun. It's fun. Definitely check it out. Nice. All right. I went with a, um, my next one. Okay. I went with something a little different, a little flavor to it. It is starts in Vegas and it, um, sort of morphs into a Vegas esque world. Hmm. Um, and I'm talking about the 1992 movie Cool World. Because hmm. it does originally start in Vegas with Brad Pitt's character as he's, uh, you know, gets back from the war, hanging out with his mom's on a taking a motorcycle and ends up wrecking and basically dying. And then he spends the rest of his, you know, they, they jump into Vegas-esque world. I mean, Cool World is Vegas. If you've never... Have you, have you remembered, or when's the last time you saw it? I I think the last time I saw it was when we did the review for it, or I think it was a watch along. I'm not sure. It's no, we never, we've never watched it. We've never done this. We've never done. You cool sure, we World. haven't done a we review. Have never done Cool World. We have brought it up before, but we have never done Cool World. Trust me, really? I would. I would remember us doing Cool World because it's a. Uh, <laughs> that is a very. Um, huh. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, we've, yeah we've never. No, then I haven't seen it in a while. But okay, I, okay. Yeah, I do yeah. remember vaguely that it was yeah. Vegas. That was. It, really it was. It's very Vegas inspired when you when they jump into the world because it go. It starts off in 1945, and then you know, like I said, um, he, you know, he's he's out taking his mom for a motorcycle ride, and they they wreck and die, and then he inadvertently transports himself into a cartoon alternate reality universe. But again, when you watch it, it is all Vegas. The lights, the showgirl, the glitz, everything. Uh, I mean, it's it, there for a very long time. Anybody mentioned the word Vegas, this popped into my head instantly. Um, you know, the, the signs, the flashing lights, just everything about this just screamed it. The soundtrack was just, you know, immense. This is probably where I discovered uh, my life with a thrill kill cult. And then you had Moby oh, and yeah. Ministry. I mean, you had some great things. You even had a David Bowie on the soundtrack. And like I said, it's just one of those great like flavors of the 90s uh because you don't when you think of like the 90s you, you only you only have a couple of like really like heavily vegas influenced movies out there um, oh this one and i forgot that there's another you got, i'm sure you got a couple of them i don't but this is my this is my 90s touch into um for vegas and again it's just a, an epic movie it's just a great movie you know kim basinger in it you had um Gabriel Byron. I mean, it just oh, it, Gabriel Byrne is it? That's right. Yeah, Gabriel yeah because he's he a, he's the one in '92 who goes into Cool World, and that's where he finds Brad Pitt's character, and of course Kim. And you know, this is everybody talks about how you know how you know Who Framed Roger Rabbit was such a big deal back, you know, especially in the '80s. This is like the '90s bastardization of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. It is, wow. you know, to, to me, Jessica Rabbit's kind of hot. Choice of words, bastardization. Je Jessica Rabbit's kind of hot, but I'm sorry, uh, Kim's character, Hollywood, 
slutty. She's just, she's just slutty. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so just uh, but yeah, and I think I think a movie that is extremely underrated um, by today's standards. I think a lot of folks don't look at it and like really appreciate it. That one, that one, this one, this one also reminds like whenever did you ever see was it a Monkey Bone with Brandon Fraser? Oh no, I never seen they, that those one. two live in like a little world together. I think I, I truly believe whenever I saw Monkey Bone, I I was like, man, that lives like right next to Cool World. That is like their neighbors. Um, Roger Rabbitson is like, you know, right in the nicer neighborhood. These two are, are, are you know, my friends. No, I got two, and I have to watch Monkey Bone and Cool World back to back. I got to check yeah. those out. Especially Monkey Bone. I've never seen, I've never even heard of Monkey Bone. I, he just I think it was up. Monkey Bone. I think, I'm pretty sure. Let me, uh, let me double check it. But uh, yeah, give me, give me. Because it's, Brand, I know it's Brandon Frazier where he's like this, he's this author and his character is this monkey. And the monkey like takes him, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Like, I see it. You got it, Monkey Bone. Yeah, Monkey Bone. Two thousand one. Yeah, dude. If you've uh, if you've never seen Monkey Bone, dude, it is uh, <laughs> it is a trip, man. Oh, uh, happened to her. Rose McGowan's in this mm-hmm. movie too. On the tour, what is Monkey Bone? I like that. This is <laughs> yeah. Whoopi Goldberg in there playing Death. I mean, it's it's a really Chris Kattan huh. as an organ. Yeah, it's it's really fun. It's it. And again, like I said, I, I just always loved. This is nineties. Dave Foley too. Shit. Oh no, this is two thousand one. This came out. Monkey Bone. But oh, yeah, yeah. I, I believe like I see these two as like like I said, living in the same neighborhood. <laughs> Spiritual sequel. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Monkey Bone. That's on my list. Oh yeah. Okay. Got it. But um, yeah, Cool World. I haven't seen in a long time. But now I want to watch Monkey Bone. <laughs> yeah, watch them both. Like I said, yeah, they're both uh. I can't. No, Monkey Bone is not Vegas, but you know, Cool World definitely falls in that realm. So, okay. But uh, check out Cool World, guys. Yes. So, I guess I'm next. Uh, my next film is is probably it's actually a newer film. Came out a couple of years ago, and I I think you hated it, detested it. I think a lot of people hated this movie, but when I watched it, I dug it for what it was, and that's Army of the Dead. Very Actually, no, I never hated that. No, you you didn't tell me that you hated it. No, because it's on my list. Is it? Yes. Oh. No, I absolutely love that movie. I thought it was so great. I loved what they did. To I that. really thought you hated. No, it. God, no, man. No, All right, because no. I was gonna say because I kind of dig the movie. Like no. I like the way it starts with the beginning where the uh, you have the juxtaposition of the married couple, and then you have like the army transporting something. Yeah. No, I think the only thing you and I had, like, and I think you and I agreed at uh, the same thing was the end, like that tag, that tag at the end was like that was not needed. Uh, Where it ended, yeah, I take that. Yeah, yeah, no, that was yeah, no. You, you you always think I hate movies that I. (laughs) I don't know because sometimes you do. Then I I really don't hate movies. Like most of the fun time, I just don't. I'm just. I I don't know. You hated the room that you didn't show up. So thank God, you got right. I wouldn't show up for that. (laughs) What do you think? I kept asking if somebody else was going to show up. Yeah, and then you just didn't show up. Yeah, of course. That's what I told you. I told you like a week before. It's like you should find somebody else to do that with. You didn't. You didn't catch that hint like a week before. <laughs> I caught it. I didn't believe it. Yeah. I was like, he's got. He's got a man. If he's going to show up, and oh. of course. No, no. Actually, I know. Even even if it was if it was earlier, yeah, I would have done it probably. But yeah, because you guys were starting at like freaking at like twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. after. After they already worked a full day, it wasn't happening there. I know, but I had but, a fun time. But yeah, no, 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 Army of Darkness. Though, I love that. Yeah, that one kind of that. Well, like I said, that one was definitely on my list of um of Vegas movies because it is. It's Vegas. It's. Mm. I mean, just I absolutely there because there, I was trying to think there was another movie that was very similar to that and like it's post post apocalyptic vibe that they were kind of took place in Vegas and I just could I was just brain farting on it and I couldn't remember it but Resident Evil which also took place No 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 yeah, it wasn't well no that's not the one I was thinking of but was it ex- which which one the third one I think it took place in Vegas I don't know really you're sure. the you're the Resident Evil fan dude I will I love watching them I just can't keep track of which one's which and I never have I just throw them on and just let them run Oh dude <laughs> we'll let you know next month next year we're going to have Resident Evil month so nice. get ready be fun we can get sponsored by the umbrella corporation <laughs> i hope they would sponsor us i'd do it sell some of the t-virus be all right but yeah i love i like this movie a lot I, I like the the factions within the zombie community i thought that was pretty cool like you had that one dude who was like the alpha he created all of them and then you had like all these sub ones and and they weren't the normal type of zombies either you had those like 
mindless ones, but then you had ones that had some sort of like intelligence, which I thought was kind of cool and kind of different. I'm like, okay, but they're not speaking. They're keeping that, you know, forward, but like they communicate in their own ways. They have their own tribes. I dug it. I dug it for what it was. I like, here's another thing. I like Dave Batista as an actor. And oh, actually, yeah. oh yeah. I've always been. Yeah. I, I, I think he's a better actor than the rock. Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I think he is. Cause the, you know, Dwayne Johnson, come on. He's he basically, he's basically one note. No, I wouldn't say he's one. No, he does play different characters, but it's they're very popcorn movie esque. Like I haven't, yeah. se- I have yet to see him take a risk and do something that, like, some folks might argue and go Gridiron Gang, kind of maybe, yeah, sort of. But but for the most part, well, I'll, I'll say Gridiron Gang because that was at the beginning of his career. But since then, he's just found this one note thing, and, and again, it's popcorn movies. Um, yeah, that's uh, when I got a chance to you know watch how. Um, what was it? Blade Runner 2. Mm, With Batista yeah, yeah. and that, dude. You talk about fucking, like, you know, t- tearing up a scene. And, I mean, that was amazing to see him do you, that. You got to watch him. And, and there's this movie he did with Jodie Foster where he plays, like, an orderly of this hotel for, like, uh, the mob. And basically, like, she runs it and she fixes all mob injuries. That's it. Mm-hmm. And he's the orderly. He's really good in that, too. I forgot the name of it, but uh, it's, it's with Jodie Foster. Some kind of, like, penitentiary movie. But oh, I'm sure you could look it up and check it out. But... Yeah, I dig this flick a lot. Yep, definitely. Yeah, again, like I said, this is one yeah. of the reasons why. Is, and to me, he gets to shine this movie, even though it is kind of like a zombie movie, a pop post apocalyptic fighting, and the ending is, let's be honest, not good. No, the, <laughs> the ending, the original, like the, the first ending is great. Then they had this. Oh, the tag. Post, oh. Yeah, the tag ending, the post credit or pre credit or mid credit scene. I was like, why even do that? Where it ended let us already feel like we were kind of you know, unsure what was going to happen next. And then yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, and then you, you know, you're right. Cause you explained it. That's the problem. Once yeah, you explain yeah. it, it loses everything. Yeah. That's how I was like, no, no, not a fan of that one. But uh, they did a prequel of this, which was not good. Sorry. Did you see it? No, no, I did not. I heard about it. I just haven't gotten a chance to, to check it yeah, out. You can watch it just for the hell of it, but it was like, yeah, I'm not big on prequels of zombie movies. Um, and that's, you know, or any like horror movie type thing. Because like you've said in the past, sometimes you just don't want the answer. You just want to know that they're there and that fucked up shit's there. And you know, I don't need to know because then then in turn that you start for, um, feeling feeling something for the monster again. And, and that's one reason I, I was not a fan of looking at seeing the Joker coming out, you know, and seeing like these certain other movies that they're talking about doing where they're going to give the, you know, the bad guy a heart or, or, or a purpose or a reason why he's this way. I don't. That was the one thing I loved about the Joker through all the comic books. There was never a reason he, and because in he, there was always a mystery to what he did and why he did it, you know. And that was yeah. a. And I think you. Know, I think the best one was the Killing Joke, where it simply was so some some men just have, or some people just have a bad day. Bad day. And how do you how do you react from that and that or recover from that? And that's just the other one of those. One of those things I think just doesn't need an answer in any prequel to a zombie movie or anything like that i'm like that yeah, i'm good yeah the minute you explain something it loses that luster the and I'm, I'm sure there's there people out there that are yelling at me right now going well well the uh was it the the, the was it the pre the, the pre-walking dead or whatever the one they're doing the talk um what's the what's the new not new show it's been out for a few years is it fear of the walking fear dead? of the like, walking dead yeah a lot of folks is like that, that. A prequel? Uh, yeah it's supposed to be a prequel to walking dead i, I thought it took place in the same no timeline. no no it's not the same timeline oh it's something same timeline but just earlier in the timeline Oh, I didn't know that. I think it's like a okay. I didn't know. So, my next one, and you'll be surprised. This is the one I think I'm going to shock you on. My next one is actually one of the Ocean movies. Shocking. The 13th, though. The last, the third one? Yep, the third one. Ocean's 13. That's what I'm saying. It's shocking to you. To me, because I I do. I like the first one. Don't say it's not that I don't like the first one. I do like the first one. Actually, big fan of it. I think out of the three. This one is the best one because it is the tagline to all to the first two. It included everything that happened in the first one and brought those characters back and went back to Vegas. And then it also included um, the, uh, the the villain or the, you know, the, the other thief from from 12. The Fox. The Fox, the Fox. yeah. I, and it dude, brought I, him I, back I, in. And then it bringing Pacino, uh, bringing Pacino in as like this overly the top, playing another, you know, Vegas douchebag, but he's playing like this over the top greasy character. 
Um, I mean, then you got you know you get um, who else did you have on there? That, that the new cast that was on there, um, Ellen Barkin. You had Ellen Barkin on there. I just to me, it just like encompasses every all all three of the movies. The first two and this one just I it just is great. I didn't like the first, I didn't like the second one. I like I love the first one. Second one yeah. I didn't like. The second one was okay. I, I liked it, but I like I said I think the third one really just brought it all around, brought everybody together. Um, you know, then the seeing uh, see, you know, seeing what's happening with Ruben that he's trying to get his life back together, and then it falls apart. And like I said, just and then there, there's the stories going back and forth. We finally get to find out more about Linus and his family. You know, um, you know the fact that they have Super Dave Osborne's his dad, uh, which I thought was great. That was yeah, <laughs> really. Uh, no, right. uh, you know, like I said, I just I think that just the rest was great, and it, it, it just it just encompassed it. It was it was it was took everything that was great about the first two and just lumped it into this one great movie. And I, I, I like put picking the Ocean's Eleven would have been you know too easy to me. The thirteenth one it just. I liked. I love sitting and watching that more than anything. It's probably the one I've re- rewatched the most. Really, that's that's interesting. I, I I didn't think I knew you were going to choose one of them. Yeah, yeah, I have thirteen. Yeah. Oh, okay. Touche. Oh, good job. Uh, my next one is nineteen eighty seven film, which maybe you chose or you didn't, starring Robert Loggia. And Sylvester Stallone, I'm talking about over the no, top. No, I did not choose that one. You didn't choose over the top? No, I did not. No. Screams 80s. It has Terry Funk in there. He's a, he's one of the uh, the bouncers, I think, in the movie for Robert Loggia. Yeah, Ter- Terry Funk all only, about- really only played bouncers. He was in Roadhouse, too, as one of the bouncers. Oh, that's right. He was just bouncer number one. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all about winning an arm wrestling competition. And the finals are where in Vegas. But my buddy Lincoln Hawk, one of the coolest names in all of a sudden, Lincoln Hawk. I gotta, I gotta make a surname like that, Lincoln Hawk. And uh, he fights a big old good dude just to get, and at the end. You know, he bonds with his son and all that. But he wins money and he wins a new truck. I, I will definitely say this: that is probably one of the more overlooked Sylvester Stallone movies from the '80s. I mean, he's had some good ones, but yeah, the, the, the whole story. It's it's different than what you're used to in some of those movies. Yeah, you usually have you know the father, you know, uh, you know, kind of away from the family, and, and and but this one is like the mom dies and she's still in love with him. You know, she's they, there was still this connection. It wasn't that he was just you know a, a deadbeat dad and went off and did whatever the fuck. No, he was out you know trying to make a living and trying to do his thing. And it's her family that's coming after. Like I said, it's, it was a little bit more original than I've seen in the past, for, especially for a cheesy '80s movie. Shocked they haven't even tried to remake this. I mean, I guess it wouldn't do well today, you know, arm wrestling. But, you know, arm wrestling competition, they have those slap competitions. You could do over the top of those with a slap competition. <laughs> you see those slap competitions? You could do that over the top. There you go. What, we're going to call it slap, uh, slap skipping? Slaps. <laughs> slap skipping. <laughs> <laughs> nice. There will be a slap skipping. But, uh, yeah, over the top slice alone. Check it out. One of these true classics and underrated. It is, yeah, definitely, definitely underrated. Yeah, for for that for that time period. Let's, Let's see. see. What you got there, bud? Well, you just had one that's ended in Vegas. I'm gonna have one that starts in Vegas. Ooh. And it is probably one of my dirty little secrets. I like secrets? to keep to my. To keep to myself, um, I absolutely love the movie. I've always been a big fan of huge ensemble casts, like you know, obviously like Ocean's Eleven, Ocean's Eleven. Um, you know, uh, okay, the Cannonball Run series. I actually absolutely love, but um, this movie just brings a smile to my face. If I'm ever in a bad mood and I just want stupidity, I throw on this 2001 movie, Rat Race. Rat Race? Do you do not know Rat Race? Uh, Sorry, I I don't think I've ever heard of Rat Race. Have you ever heard of It's a Mad, 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 Mad World? Okay, (laughs) okay, all right, right. yeah, all right, I remember it now. All right, I mean, a great ensemble cast. Yeah, Rowan Atkins, John Cleese, Whoopi Goldberg, Cuba Gooding Jr., Seth Green, Wayne Knight, John Lovitz. 
freaking Meyer. John, wasn't it John Reese? John 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 Reese. John Cleese. He was like trying to give away money or something. He, or something there like there that. was there was two million dollars in a train station. I think in like New Mexico or so, something like that, Silver City. But the, it starts off in a casino in Vegas, and this all these people come here, complete strangers, and they they sit you know they they get a special coin that they have to turn in and then they get introduced to him and he, you know and basically it turns out that he's not just get, you know endorsing this race there are rich billionaires you know betting on the people who's going to win yeah yeah so basically and it's uh it, it's just a, I love the movie I'm sorry the humor in it is is hysterical the the things that they get into Whoopi Goldberg and her daughter you know run into <laughs> run into the squirrel lady on the side of the road. Um, Rowan Atkins has uh, what is it where where he falls asleep instantly? Uh, I mean, just you have it was, a, it was like a modern day Cannonball Run. That's well, it, well, it, it was a remake of the movie called It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. And if you've never seen that one, watch that one. It's the same thing. It's just this ensemble cast of just these crazy folks that just go around and do these things. There have been several movies like this. Cannibal Run is one. There was one in the 80s where here in Florida, they actually filmed it in Mount Dora. Uh, do you remember? I don't know. if. Well, yeah, you, were, you I don't think you were living here at the time, but Mount Dora was p- painted pink. All of the city was painted pink for this movie because basically the, the concept of the movie, I wish I could remember the name of the movie, was that this small town was losing its only uh, off-ramp for people to come visit because they were building up this new highway and so to, to try to bring people in they did they decided to paint the whole town pink uh, uh they had a pink elephant that water skied i mean just all this like ridiculous stuff ridiculous. but they filmed it in mount dora and they painted mount dora pink and you will still find some pink houses and pink buildings in mount dora because of this movie that. yeah it's yeah it was it was quite an interesting one but a lot of movies like that and where it's just this ensemble cast just getting into these strange predicaments um like i think probably my favorite ones like john lovett say they go they stop into they stop into i think use the bathroom and they find out they they stopped at a like a hitler museum and they and somebody steals their car so they steal hitler's car Uh, just (laughs) (laughs) and uh but yeah guys if you just want like mindless just oh i found the name of the movie what honky tonk freeway that's it that's the one yeah (laughs) i'm just looking at the pictures dude (laughs) <laughs> oh no they didn't go to the they didn't stop for water no they he stopped for his kids because they were going to go to the go to the barbie museum but it was oh. the klaus barbie museum which the klaus barbie was a like had, was a collector of hitler stuff but but yeah guys watch it but it starts off in vegas it it, it like it in through the rest of it has this feel of still being in there because again it's all about betting it's all about gambling so yeah one of my one of my like 30 little movies I love to watch. And uh, like I said, this will put me in a great mood every time. Well, maybe we should do a watch along the rat race. Then. Oh, dude. Yeah. If you, if you've never seen it, yeah, you need to, I've like, I, I've seen it in past because I know what you're talking about, oh. but like to sit down and actually watch the whole thing. I, I think we will have to do that. Make an exception. Maybe we'll make a bonus episode. There you go. But yeah, check that one out. Speaking of dirty little secrets, this is one of mine. It's a movie that came out. I have the date on there. Hold on. Sorry. There it is. In 2006. Talk about a cast. Great cast. And that is 2006. Smoke and Aces. Freaking. Dude, Ben Affleck. Ray Liotta. Jeremy Piven. Ryan Reynolds. You got Batman and Deadpool in the same movie. And Captain Kirk. Chris Pine. Even Alicia Keys is in there. Of course, if you know the premise of the movie, they're trying to catch this one dude, and like there's a twist with Jeremy Piven and the character, and like that's like it's a bonkers movie, but then when you find out the story behind everything, it's actually really cool. When they lay that all out with the ex gangster, you find out who he is and how. Oh, he's Ray Liotta. Is it, you know? Is it Jeremy Piven? It, it's a really good fun flick, and like I said, one of my dirty little secrets. Smoking Aces, man. What'd you think? I you know I never saw that one. That was not, yeah no it was it was one that just never kind of never caught my attention to be honest. It's a little wild in the beginning because you know smoking aces about these assassins they're, they're hired basically to kill Jeremy Piven because he's being guarded by the CIA we don't know why so some kind of witness or something and there's this one dude he's like an old time mobster 
and uh, he's in like, and he's like basically on his deathbed, and like you know he's oh you know we can't let him get up because he could spill some secrets, and there's just a twist at the end, and it involves. I'm not gonna give too much away, but Ryan Reynolds is in the middle of all this. He's like a, a detective, and it's good. Like I said, you're just gonna get through the wildness the first 45 minutes because it makes no sense. But then when he gets to that story between you know Piven and and Ryan Reynolds and like they involved CIA and all that stuff, it's to me it's really good. It's fun, and that's smoking aces, man. Hopefully you'll check it out. Maybe you'll do a watch along. Yeah, I'll check it. Yeah, like I said, it's one of those ones I've heard of. I just never like never like found the time or like came across it on TV. Like, oh, okay, now I can sit down and watch it. It's something I'd have to actually like look. Oh, well, now you give it. me two movies to watch: Monkey yeah. Bone and I gotta watch Rat Race. So you check smoking aces out, kid. All right, what you got, bud? All right, man. Well, this will be my last one, my fifth one, and uh, I'm sticking to comedy for the, for this one. Um, really? I, I, I I I had a choice. I could have gone one way, um, but for this one, I got to go 1997. Got comedy, Vegas Vacation. Wow. All right. I I know it's I know it's stupid. It's Chevy Chase, Beverly D'Angelo, Randy Quaid, Wayne Newton is in this one. Ethan Ambry and Wallace Shawn, um, basically the Griswolds take a trip to Vegas and they, <laughs> they, uh, they, uh, they decide to separate it. So at one point, because they're just like the, the kids are just like done with Clark and his vacations. All right. Cause this is the last technical vacation. I know they, there was, well, I think it was just called vacation. The one that they released a few years back. Um, but this was like the last of the original family and they were just like, they were just done with him. You know, like, Hey, listen, you know what? We were in Vegas. We had so much to do. Let's go check this out. Let's go check this out. Ellen runs into Wayne Newton who begins to woo her. Um, the, uh, <laughs> um, Oh shoot. I'm just doing a blank on his name. That, uh, that was, the, you said that was the last one with the original cast. That was the, well, not the original cast, but them as kids, uh, because oh. yeah, they, they, um, I think the next half, one after this, I think was a was a um, remake. No, it was a uh, cousin Randy's uh, vacation where he went on, like some weird beach or something. <laughs> I never watched that. Yeah, one. I me either. I saw it. I'm like, what the heck is this? Um, but no, um, <laughs> uh, no. And then uh, Rusty goes off, and he uh, he like gets mistaken by a, as a as a high roller, and I think it's like Papadopoulos or something like that is his fake name. Um, and then the uh, their daughter. Uh, Audrey, she uh, ends up becoming friend or you know, getting closer to cousin Vicky, who's uh, who's her cousin Eddie and Catherine's daughter, who she's a stripper. So uh, they they all just go off in just just separate directions, uh, and then of course it it it, it ends in a in a, a typical Griswold fashion where they somehow like still come out ahead. Um, and apparently Rusty playing all this gambling and doing all this these card games and everything has run has won a series of cars. A Dodge Viper, a Ford Mustang, a Hummer, and then a, a Ford Esprit, and they all get a vehicle each as they leave Vegas as winners because nobody leaves Vegas as winners. The house always wins. The house always wins. So to me, I think it was it's it's part of the it's part of the the the, uh, the Griswold family, you know, quadrility because it was a it wasn't a trilogy. Don't the kids change in every film? Everyone, like, like for, like for, that, for, Rust, like, for Rusty, you you had Anthony Michael Hall, Jason Levy, and uh, John G- G- uh, Galliac or whatever. Um, Audrey, you had uh, Dana Barron, Dana Hall, and Juliette Lewis. So yeah, they uh, the kids always change. That's why I'm saying it's not the was that was that done on purpose by them or was it just like I think it was just age because the kid okay. you know because of how I think it was just because you know the, when they when they would film one to another. They were teenagers. Oh. By the time next time they filmed it, they were adults. So I mean, oh, we couldn't okay. see. Could you see Anthony Michael Hall in this one? When no. you got to realize the original one came out what? <laughs> was the he 80, doing Dead 80 Zone 80 by this point? He, he's already, you know, he'd already done Dead Zone. I think he'd already been on ER. I mean, he'd he'd already done his thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but you know, Juliette Lewis. Could you have seen her on this one after you know Natural Born Killers? No, no, yeah. So that's what, yeah. I don't think that was a because I always thought it was a running gag. Like they always change the cast for the kids. And no, everybody. I think the gag was the age difference. Like the the daughter and the son switched ages. Like the daughter was young one time, and okay. then, oh, yeah, you know, I think was there was a yeah. with the kids. I was. Like, I think this one they were closer in age than the uh, than they'd ever been, but the other well, you know, there for a while they were I think they're like five years apart because like you look at um. The one, uh, the, the Christmas vacation one, you know, the age gap between Johnny and Juliet was, you know, quite a bit. Okay. 
I, I didn't know for sure because I yeah. heard a rumor. Yeah, like I said, yeah, I don't think, yeah, like I said, I think it was, I think the age was, but not the casting because I just, again, you got to think the time, the time in between the movies, how often, you know, how, how long it took for them to, you know, to film. Yeah, good. there's big gaps between those films. Well, you have 83 to 82, so that one's not so bad, but then 85 to 89 for Christmas, so there's four years. Four years. Then 89 to 97, so you're almost talking a decade there, so. Yeah, that's a long time. And then there was a what? Is there another one? Oh, I have never heard of this. Well, what's that? There's like a movie in between. Oh, that's the one I was talking about. Never mind. The Randy Quaid one? Yeah, they were saying the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation 2. I'm like, what? But that, then they didn't put the tagline on Cousin Eddie's Island Adventure. Yeah, that was the that was the one I have not seen. It will not see. And then, of course, the vacation one that we saw with, I think it was, that was with, was that Ed Helms that was on that one? Yeah, Ed Helms, which I've never seen. It's not bad. It's actually, I was kind of leery because I was, I was, again, you know, it's, I'm not a big Chevy Chase fan, but something about his, come, come on, uh, comedic timing in these movies especially with and beverly Fletch, and, Fletch, and Fletch, too he's awesome in yeah those films. um but like like I'm, I'm not a fan of him personally um uh, but like what he does you know again i mean probably one of my all-time favorite 80s movies I, I hope we one day do um spies like us absolutely freaking love that movie but yeah, uh, but yeah so um but yeah, I, I did watch the vaca- the vacation one because I, again it took me a little bit. I think I waited till it came out on DVD because I was like, I don't know if I want to watch this. And I like what they did having uh having you know it be rusty. Is Ed Helms like the is Ed Helms does he does he's, he carry it well as a Chevy Chase? Well, hey, but he's not. He's not playing. Chevy. Oh, he's rusty. He's, he's rusty. a son. Yes. Oh, that's right. Does Chevy show up? Like a oh, cameo? yep, yep, yep. You have you have Chevy showing up. You have because they're they're basically they're basically getting the. I think it's like I think they. Get an RV or something, and they are traveling across the uh, across country to go uh, to go to Wally World. But on the way, they stop by to see his parents. So and Beverly D'Angelo and, and him are both there. Yep, or? they're both in it. Yeah, I like to see that. I'm sure that was a cute. Yeah, movie. I mean you got you got you got Ed as Grizzly uh, as a as a Rusty, but then you had a Christina Applegate. A lot of folks forget about that that she was in there as well. Was she the wife? Yeah, she plays his wife. Yeah. Does Aubrey or Aubrey? Aubrey shows up. Yeah, uh, uh, Leslie Mann plays Aubrey. Really? Yeah. Man, like, actress play Aubrey like shit. <laughs> it went all out. I, no, because I've never seen it. Like I know Cremsworth is in it for like a spell, and but I just I just had no interest in seeing. But maybe I'll check it out now. Maybe I'll give it a shot. You gave uh you gave the Irishman a second shot, so maybe I'll yeah. Give well, like I said, I, this one this one I kind of paused on. And also, if you guys want to watch, there's a short. I absolutely loved it. It came out in uh, 2010. It was uh, a Hotel Hell vacation, and that one actually is is uh, Clark and Ellen going on a vacation, a romantic getaway by themselves. Now as older. Really, yeah. I, I've never heard of that one. Yep. Yeah, that one. Uh, I think it. I think it came out around Super Bowl time. I remember seeing a commercial for it, and I was like, oh. What's it called? It. Hotel Hell. Uh, Hotel Hell. Uh, Hotel Hell Vacation. Oh, okay. And uh, we were talking about it earlier off air, but uh, we were talking about how HBO Max is, you know, kind of up in the air. We're not sure what yeah. the hell is going on there. But there is actually a show, The Griswolds, in in the in development right now through uh, HBO Max. Um, it hasn't been specifically. It hasn't been picked up yet. Um, but uh, the, the Johnny uh, Gallica, he's part of the executive producers for it so he's like kind of helping it out and it's called the griswolds well if he's a part of it then that means it's going to have that same feel which i was afraid if you're going to do a show like that it it could go one way or the other well you yeah. can't have the same humor i'm sorry that, that's, no, no, that's no, the no, one no, thing no, everybody no. like everybody's like oh we can't do that no you the humor back then it doesn't translate now it's it's all different yeah, i mean you got to change it but i'm just yeah. saying hopefully it's like the same same heart you know comedy wise no it's not going to be the same joke yeah you can't yeah you can't you can't get away with some of that stuff i don't even get away with any of it especially yeah. I, I i don't care i i was watching it and I, and I know it's like it's wrong watching it like laughing at this shit now but i don't care i was watching um uh was it a fort fair lane the other oh, day uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry i know it's horrible but i just love that movie i uh <laughs> i watched the movie the other night before i passed out it's the johnny knoxville movie where um it's like the he. It's, a re, no, it's not the replacement. No, it's not the replacement. It's um. It's like with the Special Olympics kids. Yes, yes, I know which one you're I, I know it's bad, but I laugh at that movie. I don't know why. I'm going to hell just for saying that. Well, you're going to hell anyway, so you might as well enjoy your life. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, what do you got for your last one? My final film is a film that is near and dear to my heart. It's probably my favorite 
I had it right. I had it right up, right up there with Casino. You know, I had Casino, and then I had this film. Actually, I was flip flopping them throughout the whole time I was making this list. Oh, remember, we don't put these in in a certain. No, we order. don't put them in order. But uh, you know, in my head, I had it in order because when I do it, I do it in order. Just, just by proxy, this was the way I do things. And that is, of course, probably the first film that I saw John Favreau in, and that's Swingers. Vince Vaughn. Young Heather Graham, Ron Livingston, Brooke Langdon. Yeah, but that's one I didn't touch because I thought you were going to pick that one too. I I think I've talked about this movie ad nauseum. And you can just read in the archives, like, you know, in between I'll talk about Swingers, how much I love it. I love the dynamic. Like, to me, Vince Vaughn, I was like a god in that film. I was like, oh, my God, this guy's so just cool. And John Favreau was not. But uh, this was Favreau's directing uh, debut, I, I think. Uh, I, I think I got it up here. Hold on. Uh, do, 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 do. where is it? I didn't click on it. History of Mirror Yeah, no, Doug Lyman did it. I'm sorry. Written by John Favreau. Yeah, Favreau did a lot, a lot of stuff behind the scenes that most people don't realize of, of like what he, uh, what he did, and where he's, uh, where his fingers, you know, have been as far as like creativity wise. Amazing. Love, loved him. I always loved Favreau as an actor. Always, always, always loved him as an actor. I thought he was an underrated actor. I'm shocked he doesn't do a lot of acting now, but of course he's busy doing stuff for Star Wars now. So I don't well, think yeah, that... I mean, yeah, he's I mean it's not, not nothing not taking away from uh, from what he's doing now, but yeah, definitely uh I miss seeing him in things uh that just say kind of you know, other than like you know, being was it, you know, happy or you know, happy or any of that stuff. But yeah, I miss seeing him in, in doing things. I, I'm trying to remember the last like he was in Couples Retreat, which I absolutely love Couples Retreat. He was in a movie um, with Scarlett Johansson and Robert Downey Jr. It, it was about a movie basically about a food truck. Yes, I started watching that. It's good. It's, I, it made I, me- I think I just, I think I started watching it a little bit too late, like late at night. So I started kind of like, like dozing off. It made me hungry every time I watch that movie. It makes me hungry. But it's a good film too. It's about him like he's starting up a food truck. You know, he's making all these recipes and he shows how he's cooking. I'm like, damn, it's a good little movie. There's like some stuff going on in between, like his, you know, he's separated from his wife and he gets back together with his wife. And yeah, it's that's a, that's a chef is what you're, chef. yeah, what you're looking at. I mean, then you think, you think back to when he was on Entourage. I mean, it's. It's not a long career, man. I mean, he, he pretty much can do anything. I mean, like, I think he, like you said, he's not going to do much acting, which sucks. He's but... still, it looks like he still stays pretty busy. I mean, he well, I mean, other than like most, most of his most recent stuff was happy. But he's more directing stuff now. He's more, he's 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 stuck in Star Wars, right? Yeah, now. yeah, he is, and that's fine. That's it. hey, be there. He's enjoying it. But yeah, I mean, I miss him. I you know, I'm sure we'll see him in Star Wars. I still see well, probably one of my favorite ones, probably in the last like 20 years with with him was um was Four Christmases, where he plays oh, the oh such a good movie. <laughs> where he just but where he plays the brother, and it just I think it's probably one of my favorite. Um, it used to be it was one of my favorite TikTok trends there for a while. Was the scene where it's him and him and the wife playing, um, playing the trivia thing, or, or playing? Um, no, it wasn't trivia. God, what was it? I'm trying to remember the game where they, you 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 have to get them to say something. It, oh, it, it, she's like, she's like, uh, things you uh, was it something? Oh, me in a bikini on vacation, my screensaver. <laughs> oh, and and, uh, and, and and people people I have a I have a, a, a like a freebie with or something. I mean, just. And he, it, but he's sitting there doing this, and he's eating chicken wings the whole time. It, it had the same the same actress that was in uh, Mike and Molly that played her sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I absolutely loved her. But yeah, that's yeah, that's like one of my favorite ones when I think back to what he's done. He was also the uh, he was also a football player in yes. the replacement. Yes, he was the linebacker. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's where I saw him too. So he was good there. He basically didn't say anything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you look at his career, he's right there. I mean, he's got a lot of good movies. Um, I mean, Wolf Wolf of Wall Street, The Chef, which. We talked. You're just talking about that, and it's like new to us. But it's been out since 2004, 14. I mean, yeah. it's like I didn't even realize, you know. But yeah, he's definitely had a had a bit of career, and again, still on te- doing television as well. He's uh, acting and doing voiceovers in television. Oh, and he did like uh, didn't he have like a huge arc on Friends for a while? He was on there. Yeah, I don't think how I don't think it was a big one. Yeah, I think it was maybe like he was, was dating Courtney Knox because mm, I, I can't yeah, believe was, I yeah. incorporated Friends on this podcast. But it's just... okay. <laughs> I'm not. A, I'm not a friend's. Lover, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was dating Courtney Cox. He was. He made some. He was a really big, big money guy. And then, um, I think he I just got into MMA. 
that that's it yeah, yeah he he got into mma he's like it's my dream to go to mma she's like and he watches the first fight he gets knocked out and and he's like in pain his face is all small. you're thinking favreau in a maid that's the first one he maid. directed made and that's okay. and that's with that's with uh him and him and vaughn so and it's it looks kind of sort of vegasy so yeah that might it, it supposedly it was like a spiritual sequel to swingers which it's an okay movie it's not one of his best yeah I, I, it's like i said it's Swingers to me is always going to be there. Swingers is like, it, it, Swingers holds one of those special moments. A few movies do that throughout time. Um, you know, I, we talked about Cool World. To me, Cool World like captures a moment in time. Swingers captures a moment in time. I mean, and I, I loved it. I was, where was I? I was I, I'm trying to remember what social network I was watching it on. And they were talking about, hey, did you know your parents during the 90, during the late 90s had a, flashback moment of doing swing dancing and they like go through this whole montage of all the swing dances and how it like kind of started because of swingers and like the the the, uh the swing music and the big it started it started a movement like swing huge movement for like four or five years everybody was into swing even me i I never learned to swing dance but i would go to watch like locally we had um downtown they had a a swing bar we had michael michael something and his uh his swinging band I would go see them. Yeah. So yeah, that was funny that there was like a lot of good music too. Cherry Poppin' Daddies was yeah. around. Like oh, yeah. I, I pick up that album, Zoot Zoot Suit Rise. Zoot, yeah, Zoot. but it was just so funny. They're talking about. Did you know that your parents did this? And you need to have a conversation of what was wrong with them during this time. Wow. <laughs> and it is. It's one of those things. Like, why did we reverse like that hard back? Like even to getting the suits and getting you know the dresses and doing the dancing and like clubs dedicated to this. So, but yeah, that was a oh, wow. that was a big movement for five years. So, swingers started the swinger movement, not not swinging swingers as dancing. Well, yeah. well you never know. Could, could, could maybe it did. Who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe, no... maybe in a multiverse, there was a whole nother crate during the nineties. <laughs> I gotta love the multiverse. Oh god, but yeah, swingers. That's my last film. All right, perfect. Yeah, that was uh, some with mine. I I only one only other one I had that I was like on the fence with, and I I don't know if maybe you had this one. It it, it takes place around the world, but a lot of the great scenes happen in Vegas. But Mars Attacks, I had Mars Attacks as kind of a as my follow up, which is in our archive because we did yeah, that. Yeah, we did have done that one, but yeah, that one was in there because I was just like you know it it kind of falls under under that, and I like some of the best scenes was during that uh... time, especially with Tom Jones. No, the and other the one that I had, which was my last one, was the the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Oh wow! I know people hated that movie, but <laughs> I, I it's it's stupid. Yes, I, I yes, dug it. it. Is. <laughs> I, I just like it because Steve Carell just plays like one of those dudes. Like this, I forgot who the magicians are in Vegas. Those two, I I I can't think of their names. But and then Jim Carrey's in there as like another one of those magicians, and it's wild. It's stupid, I admit, but. I get a kick out of it. I didn't include it in the list because it's a little weird, but yeah. Well, guys, if there's any ones that we miss, I know there's a bunch. Like I had a bunch that I was looking at. I was looking at like Midnight Running and um, like Midnight uh, Run would have been a good one. Yeah, I had that. I I even have Viva Las Vegas. I mean, with Elvis. Uh, so I mean, there there was a few on here. So if you guys got any more, any better ones that you you think that maybe we we slacked on or or maybe forgot, just let us know and. There's tons of movies, yeah. like that, especially Vegas movies. But uh, hopefully, like we said, like Mike said, let us All right, guys. Make sure you guys do check us out. Uh, this month in uh, August, we are going to be doing 80s month. Yes, and this is going to be watch long. Every movie is a watch long because we could not decide which one to cut. And uh, we tried. And we, lo- and we tried. Yeah, we tried. But guess what? We love them all. And you can you know, bite my shiny metal ass for that. So, well, uh, I won't do that. But check out the <laughs> Facebook page and uh, let's get out of here. Bam. Have a good night. We'll see you soon.